What up, people? What up, what up? AK-10, my guy, was good? What up, AK-10, Legend 6 foe? Legend. What up, Legend? White belt? Legend of the white belt? I thought Legend was... I think that's a different one. That's definitely Legend. Oh, it's the same one? Yeah. That maybe is. Either way, what's good? What's good, what's good? Pray, YP, what's good? I pray P, what's good? <laughs> um. So, yeah. How you doing today? Uh, I'm all right. Kind of tired. Yeah. Woke up early for work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, but how are we feeling about this card turning almost into a not a disaster? I'll say, but two fights already pulled. It doesn't have the most exciting fighters, I guess you could say. I'd say the most exciting fighter is probably Brian Barberino, who you fought. Yeah. Fighting. I mean, I think there's exciting fighters on there. I mean, there's Uriah Hall. Right. Of and course. I think there's a lot of upcoming guys that we don't know about yet. There are. There are some UFC newcomers or guys that have like one or two fights. Yeah, so the, I like cards like this because it's it's the future. We have we tend to shit on cards like oh we don't know because you don't know anybody on the card doesn't mean it's gonna be a shit card. This happens all the time. <laughs> it does. Mm, this next generation, bro. I don't know any a lot of the guys you don't know on the prelims, but it's the next generation. Mm. You know, I love to see it. I want to see what's next. You know, what's in store for the UFC and what's in store. For upcoming fights, I'm excited about it. I've seen a lot of people saying that they're watching Bellator over UFC. They can say what the fuck they want to say. They I'm watch, watching both. Watch, I, I mean, watch. I will be watching both. As yeah, well. they're gonna watch both. Yeah, they can both coexist. It's fine. I mean, but even you don't need to know who's fighting for someone to have a good fight. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just the excitement of it. I guess it's not a huge card, so you know how that goes. Mm. But. I, I'm gonna be watching the main event regardless. I'm gonna watch the main card at least. At the very least, too. I'll watch the main card. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, speaking of main card, that's what we're gonna go over today, right? Uh, 2K, my boy. What up, 2K? Up oh, here he comes with the hot take. This card is ass <laughs> dead. I show, I show about to be Bellator. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this show about to be Bellator. All right, Ian. Yes, sir. We watching Bellator over UFC. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, Bellator, <laughs> there. Everybody wants to watch Bellator. I'm telling you, right? yeah, everyone's going crazy for it. I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, but UFC, bro, always got to represent UFC. <laughs> nah, but uh, either way, it's some good fights this weekend overall. Um, so let's get to it. Let's get to it. We're gonna do main card starting off with the UFC card. We're gonna do main card, and at the end of it, we'll go into the Bellator, and then yeah. we'll drop some news, and that'll be the show today. Yes. I just realized, Phil, you have an Angela Hill shirt on. Yeah, I was going to say, did you see my shirt? Oh, I didn't notice. It's nice. I just saw Overkill. Hey, hey. shout out Overkill one time. That's cool. I like that. I like that shirt. It's a dope shirt. What is that, like a skeleton with an afro in the pit? Yeah. Angie's, Angie's one, of the, one of the nicest people ever, man. Yeah, I like Angela. Angela, Angela Hill. Or Angela Hill. Uh, did you say Angela Yee? No, I said I accidentally said <laughs> he Angela, did say Angela Yee. He definitely I did. did. I just I ignored did, it. But I meant Angela Hill. I uh, know, but anyway, um, I was gonna ask you guys. <laughs> Phil supporting woman M- women's <laughs> MMA. Wow, that's Phil's here to prove a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't she do like I don't know if you guys saw it, uh, but she had like some sort of giveaway, like the most inappropriate. Yeah, oh, I saw that. It was bitch fucking season. Yeah, her other shirt that she came out with. She was also in Times Square or like in New York City, I think, not too long ago. Oh yeah, she used yeah. to. Train in New York. I think she's a train from New. Is she from New York? I don't know. I think she's from like originally, like training wise. Like she started training in New York. I think. I think she because she posted a picture of her at some like Muay Thai gym or something like that. Saying, "Yeah, might have been Evolution or something yeah. like that." But 
Yeah. Either way, shout out to Angela Hill. But uh, let's get to it. Are y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Bum, 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 bum. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, right. real quick. Ian, Ian said Bellator got a Nirmaga Medov, a Mag, oh my God, Magomed Pirov. And got Mad Burnell fighting on undercard. I'm tuning the F in. Yeah, we'll be discussing the main event. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I'm gonna watch it and maybe maybe we'll, something good will happen and we'll we'll cover it after on Sunday, no? Mm-hmm. But for now, let's just get into the main card. You'll see. Let's see. All right, opening the main card: Brian Barberina versus Jason Witt in the welterweight division. So, um, you fought Brian Barberina? Mm-hmm. What are you, two years ago? Yeah, Bam Bam's tough. Yeah, what what can you say about him? Um, what can I say is. He's a tough, tough opponent, uh, really great guy. I like the fact that he used to wrestle, you know, his kids paints his nails every time he fights. Um, I believe he's fought once or twice after we fought, you know. Yeah, and he's twice. And he's done well. I think he's on a... I think uh, he's one and one. Is he one and one? I think so. Okay. Hmm. Well, I thought he won both of those fights. Oh, I thought, did he fight once? Maybe he yeah, I think once. it might be once, actually. Hold on, let me check right now, just in case. But either way, either way, um, Bam Bam's tough, man. He had fight of the year. A fight of the year candidate against uh, Luque, Vicente Luque. Um, always coming forward. Yep. He fought once. Sorry. Forcing the action. You know, he had a like back surgery. He had a lot going on, you know. Damn. Um, that's why he was out for so long. But then he, he came back, came back, and he looked great in his fight coming back. I always watch the guys that I fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, win or lose, I always watch them. You know, if, well, if I beat them or, you know, if I lost them, whatever, I'm always going to watch them. And then the progression in their career. Uh, so a guy like Bam Bam. I think that he's he's just one of those guys, man. He's so likable. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he's always been in these wars. He's always been, he's always going to bring it. Every time he fights, you know, people are going to tune in because mm-hmm. it's going to be that kind of fight. Um, His fight against Vicente Luque was insane. Yes. Um, what was funny to me was when I first learned about Brian Barberina is when he beat Sage Northcutt. Mm. You remember that? Because mm-hmm. he, he got the dad bod. He doesn't look <laughs> like a fighter. Yeah, right? no, he no. got the little, little chub going on and... He beat Sage. He was the first one to beat Sage in the UFC, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Uh, he did like a, a fat man front row somersault <laughs> to make fun of uh, Sage's uh, backflip. Yeah. So that, that was funny. But, yeah, he's a tough dude. I actually have him picked in here. I looked up uh, Jason Witt. Again, the vanilla gorilla dude is no joke. This is his, I want to say, third uh, UFC appearance. This is his fourth one. He's one and two so far in the UFC. One and two. Okay, okay. Um, he looked good. Um, his last win was... In what vicious fashion or violent fashion, mm. he got the do- job done. Mm-hmm. TKO. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Barbarina just fought better competition. He's been I around so. longer. Um, he's been tested. He's fought. The, and, and it's funny, you look at Barbarina's record. I look at his record. The guys he's lost to, he's only lost to good people. Mm-hmm. He's only lost to like guys who, you know, are really good. Mm-hmm. So. You being one of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? But he fought to, he fought, he fought me. He fought Luke in a fight that he was winning up until he wasn't. He rocked Luke, yeah. Um, who else did he lose? He fought Leon Edwards. He mm-hmm. lost to Leon. He lost to Kobe Covington. Um, who else? And that's those are only his losses in the UFC, I guess, right? Mm. Um, but I think pull it up. Let's see. Yeah, those are not bad bad people to lose against. You know what I mean? In the UFC, once again, top guys, all top yeah. guys. And I feel like with a slight slight adjustments, I think that he could really make a run and make some changes. Uh, Chad Laprise. Chad Laprise. That was in the UFC. Okay. So yeah, four losses or five losses in the UFC. 
How long has he been in UFC? Since 2014. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, we'll see. But I got him picked tonight. Uh, um, yeah. Also, coming into this fight, Jason Witts, his last two or his two losses in the UFC come from KO or TKO and KO. So I feel like Brian Barberino, you know, he has that power. Exactly. That he can yeah. So I remember fighting him. I'm like, bro, I'm not letting this motherfucker touch me. Well, you did a very good job <laughs> with that, honestly. Um, but Jason, as Jason got finished with, oh, Wadi, shout out to Wadi, my boy. I appreciate the sub, my man. Much love. One time for Wadi. Um, he hit him with like a, a one down the middle and finished him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who he fought, but he was throwing a low kick. He threw the low kick and his head, he didn't, Jason didn't move his head off the line, off the center line. And whoever that guy was, I don't remember who he was, but he threw a pin straight right hand that mm-hmm. caught him on the chin and put him away. Um, I don't know the second. I don't know the other guy he fought. Matthew Semmelsberger. Okay, that was that was who he fought. Uh, Matthew Semmelsberger and Takashi Sato. That's remember Takashi Sato, the guy from Japan that I was high upon, uh, high on. That yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, but he's really good as well. Yeah, he yeah. is. Well, I guess we just got to see. But right now, I'm picking. Uh, I got I got my boy Bam Bam in this one. Yeah, I think Brian Barberino takes this one as well. Um, Possibly by KO or TKO, honestly, as well. I think he finishes yeah, it. I'm with that. That's the one. Another guy, Brian Barberino, though, when it, like you said, whenever he, uh, specific fighters, whenever they fight, you know you got to watch. Everyone's going to tune in for yeah. sure. Brian Barberino is one of, sec- one of those guys. All right. Next up. Um, let me get the odds real quick. Brian Barberino is a favorite at minus 265, and Jason Witt is the underdog at plus 215. Nice. All right. Nicholas Stoles versus Jared Gooden. We were supposed to have Ryan Benoit versus Zaruk Adeshev, but that wasn't one of the fights that was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Nicholas Stoles versus Jared Gooden in the welterweight division again. Both of these guys still pretty new to the UFC. Nicholas Stoles only making his second UFC appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, with his UFC debut, unanimous decision loss to Ramazat Emiv. <laughs> 12-4 record, four wins by KOTKO, five by submission, and three by decision. And Ramazan is pretty good. Ramazan is pretty good. So yeah, Ramazan, Emiv, yeah, exactly. He's uh, he's he's the guy he's from solid Poland, prospect, right? Yeah, Poland. No, no, no. Ramazan is uh, he's one of Khabib boys. I think he's from Jersey. Uh, I think of someone else. Then yeah, uh, Ramazan is one of them Russians. Right. Okay. Yeah, he he is a big up and coming for sure now. Mm-hmm. But uh. Nicholas Stowes, I watched him yesterday. I mean, I didn't really know much about either of them. Um, Jared Gooden, I do know a, I, not much. I mean, I've seen him fight. I've seen him fight uh, Nurmagomedov, mm-hmm. uh, Khabib's cousin, the Russian dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, he seems to have good boxing. Mm-hmm. Jared Gooden has good hands. I remember in that fight, the way he approached that fight was he kept his hands low in order to prevent, to stop the takedown. So he fought the whole fight with his hands down, mm-hmm. right? And but the problem is when you get ready to face a wrestler and you train wrestling, that that's what I saw in that fight with him versus uh Namagomedov was you can see that he prepared to fight a wrestler. <clears throat> Excuse me, he prepared to fight a wrestler and the entire time, literally the entire time of the fight, he started he he just started getting pieced up. He started getting pieced up because his hands was low. Actually, yeah. You were, we wa- I think we watched it together. Yeah, his hands did. was low and I was just like <laughs> and then he started gassing. Right, and I'm like, bro, you thought you were gonna wrestle, so this whole yeah. time you're getting ready to wrestle, and the threat of the takedown is a motherfucker. So every time the dude would fake like a takedown, you'd overbite, and then he would just catching hands, bro. And Magomedov <laughs> just looked super fast, so we're just putting hands on him, <laughs> and I was, I was, I was actually shocked because Jared Gooden, uh, 
looked pretty decent in the stand-up. But uh, before then, mm-hmm. but you know, he lost that fight handily by decision. Yeah. So uh, in this fight, though, I got him picked in this fight because I don't see um, Nicholas being able to do have the same effect as far as with the you know the threat of the takedown. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ha- he poses those same kind of threats mm-hmm. as Nurmagomedov did. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. I would say. And I think when I watched him, I watched some of uh, his highlights, and it looked like he's more of a stand-up dude. Stoles. Yeah, Stoles is more of a stand-up dude too. Mm-hmm, he I mixes it up, but I think we're gonna see a stand-up fight. I would agree, especially since uh, no, yeah, I would agree with that. He's I, more I, well-rounded than than uh than Wooden though. I'd say when it cut, he has more 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 versatility in his strikes. Mm-hmm. Jared Gooden though, I would say has better striking. I don't think so. Better boxing, maybe. Better boxing. I think they're pretty even mm. from what I've seen. And I, listen, I didn't sit down and watch both <laughs> and these watch, guys' yeah. fights. I watched both their highlights and shit, and I've seen Gooden fight. You know, so. But I haven't seen Stalls fight. I just watched his highlights, so you can't. I can't base it off of that. Both guys still pretty new uh, to the UFC still, but Jared Gooding zero and two so far coming to this fight. Um, so I mean, he lost to Alan Joe Ban first in November, and then like arguably you said, got robbed in that fight. Yeah, yeah, arguably got robbed. Apparently, I, I, I mean, I didn't see the fight, but it was huge. It was super controversial. It was a lot of backlash, you know, that day with the judges and all that, saying mm-hmm. that he, he won the fight. So. I think that um, if he loses this one though, zero and three, that's that's real tough. He's on the chopping block after that for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's real intense, honestly. For sure. Um, but I still think we're gonna see a good fight. Both guys trying to prove themselves, still new, like I said. Um, hopefully we see a finish, but who knows? Sir, we'll Nicholas Stoles is the underdog at plus one seventy, and Jared Gooden is the favorite at minus two hundred. Canox is saying that uh, Gooden has fought better competition. Yeah, I would say so. Alan Joe Ban and uh, Nurmagomedov, Ak- Abu Bakar, Nurmagomedov. Yeah, that's hard. That's that's two tough fights, especially Alan Joe Ban too, like a veteran in the UFC. Yeah, he's like thirty eight or something like that. Yeah, but we don't know much about Abu Akbar yet. I mean, he, we're we're saying he's tough because he has the the name Nurmagomedov. Exactly. We don't really know much about him yet. He's relatively unknown, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just an unknown guy. So, um, for sure. I guess dangerous fight, but in the end, he's just unknown. Doesn't really do anything for for anybody. It makes sense for them to fight a guy, you know, where he's at in the UFC right now. Yeah, I would agree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wadi said, "Let's take a trip to last week for the show we missed. What do we make of last week judges?" <sighs> Man, last week judges was crazy. But you heard what I said on the last stream, y'all. Honestly. We we pick and choose and bounce around too much about what we wanna be outraged about and how we wanna what you know what's the criteria of judging a fight right? Mm-hmm. We never really there is no strong structure of this is what it is. If we're talking, some days we say hey this person did more damage, and then some days we're like hey but this person landed more significant strikes, and then some days we're like oh well this person walked him down and he you know he controlled the ring. This person took him down. Like, what is the criteria of judging a fight? Mm-hmm. When I, I personally thought TJ Dillashaw won the fight. Mm-hmm. Based on MMA rules, the criteria that we've been using, no? I would say so. He won the fight. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we are out of nowhere. We talking about damage? <laughs> yeah. No? No, yeah. I've I've always been like, like I've been one of the guys. I'm like, yeah, bro, Like, look at the damage. Look at this dude's face. I, you dropped him, you know, I knocked him down a couple times. My knees, I mean. You know what I mean? I was doing damage, 
Granted, I was moving back. I'm huge on that. Now things are changing. I guess I love to see it. Mm. But if we we're judging a fight based off of the rules that y'all set, and the, right, and the and the, the the experts and the fucking commission or whatever, the, whatever the, that those are the rules, right? They're they're going off of those rules, ring generalship and shit like that. Then TJ won the fight. Hmm. No, yeah. why all of a sudden we change it now? We just want to change it out of nowhere, I guess. But hey, I thought TJ won the fight, but. Based off of those rules, if we're going off of damage, because remember, I've, how much times have I heard this in my whole entire career? You can't win a fight moving backwards. Mm-hmm. I, I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. I, I beg to differ. You can win a fight going backwards. Not because someone's walking forward. You meet zombies all the time. These mm-hmm. guys, they just fucking want to walk forward. And they'll walk at you. They're tough as shit. I talk to you about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Some guys don't know any better. And I say, what do I say? We spoke about it. There's certain guys right, that I brought up, right? They just gonna keep class all they know. I have to come forward. That's not gonna win you a fight. Coming forward is not gonna win you a fight. Mm-hmm. Then you have a guy who is sophisticated, educated strikes, good footwork. He's gonna be able to take angles on you. Move. He's moving back. You coming forward, but you get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Who's winning? Well, this guy's backing him up. The judges see him getting backed up. He must be winning, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. Right? I don't know what to think about it. It is uh. what it is. I'm not the guy to I'm not the guy to even discuss this, bro. Um, 2K said it's about damage. The criteria. Oh, now it's about damage. Okay. The criteria has been different for the past five years. Oh, okay. Uh, Canuck said TJ was aggressive, but eating punches from Corey backing up, moving for back sure. doesn't mean you're losing, man. Oh, now the now it's different. Now I remember if we had this conversation maybe a year ago, I. I a lot of y'all would have been saying the chat would have been having a whole different had a whole different take perspective on it. you know that whole different take on it i mean you know he's coming forward you know he's can just ring generalship he's control he's cutting off the cage you can't win a fight going backwards I, i've heard it over and over and over you know but i think i think cory won. i think uh tj won. won. i think I tj won. won listen e2 overall overall back then i would say I would say TJ. If I'm looking at it like this from from how I see it, honestly, um, Corey won, mm-hmm. right? But according to the rule set, according to the rule set, TJ won. Mm-hmm. No, he did. According to the rule set, he won. What do you think this is? It's not a it's not a street fight, <laughs> right? I don't know. A lot of people were. Um going crazy about it, though i also feel like a lot of people are going crazy because it was tj dillashaw though like if it was a different fighter that people liked then they wouldn't have been saying the same stuff um yeah also when they showed what is that thing verdict yeah they showed that they had the score tied like exactly the same was it a draw yeah mm-hmm. for both of them and, and listen again that's a possibility too it was a very close fight mm-hmm. it was a it was a very close fight so i wouldn't have been shocked if it was a draw either mm-hmm. it was a very close fight so it could have gone either way, and it did. <laughs> it went one way. It could have. It could have easily been the other guy. So it was a close fight. Mm-hmm. But if again, and I can't stress this enough, if we're going based off of the rules, right? Fuck the damage, because again, we don't even talk. We remember my take on on fucking significant strikes. Mm-hmm. I, we don't even know what the fuck significant is anymore. So what is it called? A foot stomp. A foot stomp. Boom. Tally that up. <laughs> one significant <laughs> strike. I can fucking sit here and hit you with a two three down the middle. Boom, boom, right? And fucking rock you back. And 
two. Tally two on the fucking thing, right? On the whatever, the, the thing that they count. It's tally two. I clinch you now. And you do like, in the clinch, you go like this to the side of my head. <laughs> oh, tally him two, too. <laughs> what the fuck? What does significant mean? Take the word significant out. I don't know what's happening with these judges and the, the MMA scoring system. Something needs to be done, but yeah, I, I don't have the yeah. answers. We've been saying that for a while now. Everyone has been calling for that for a while now, but it still hasn't changed. I mean, it's still a new sport, so hopefully something changes in the near future. Yeah. But who knows? Dow, I think Dow tried to post a link. Dow, post that link in Discord because it won't, it won't, it's not going to let you here. He said, the rule set states fighting area control shall only to be assessed if effective striking slash grappling and effective aggressiveness is 100% equal for both competitors. This will be assessed very rarely. Hmm. Yeah, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, right. And, and Corey made a point. He said that we're holding on to these old time like boxing slash wrestling rules, which don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know how valuable a takedown is now? Yeah. And I, I used to hate that, bro. I was like, you piece somebody up the whole time, and they fucking, whoop, they took you down. Even if you got back up, oh, well, he took you down, bro. You lost the fight. You lost the round. The round like, yeah. Huh? I mean, granted, it's, it's, it's a lot different now. It's not that blatant anymore, like that extreme anymore, but it's still a huge part of it. And every judge is scoring it differently because they all they don't all have the same perspective. Mm-hmm. So they're all, they're all judging it different. It's so weird, bro. Mm. So weird. I don't have the answers. And a, a long answer that everyone's been always been saying is that we need, maybe we need more fighters to be judges. I agree because they use boxing judges, do they not? Yeah, they do. Bill? The commission yeah. use. But here's the problem with fighters, right? MMA is such a small community. Mm. Everybody knows everybody. Right, and we spoke about that. Yeah. You, it's only a matter of time before your teammate is fighting or your boy's fighting. And you're giving them some extra points. You think yeah. somebody not gonna just tally up, <laughs> tally up their boy every chance they get? Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. Honestly, it really is. Uh, Canuck said fighters are biased. Yeah, we are. Black Iron Badger said, damn, can't believe I'm here for Aljamain Sterling stream. Excuse me? <laughs> Wait, what? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Welcome. I was going to say, and also with the judges, is it true that they're not always watching? I mean, I don't know that. Though, but I mean, I'm sure humans, right? If they're not interested in it, right? You know how much it takes to sit there a whole card and yeah, just watch it and just be locked in on every card on but every if you're fight. Getting I don't paid. Know. Yeah, you still think they care? <laughs> Imagine you on a job. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't sign up for that. <laughs> Actually, I'd be good at that and I would watch. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Kamara said people have pics of judges looking at their phones cage side. Exactly. You could look at it, like there's breaks. You don't have to watch during the minute rest. You don't like, have to watch between fights. A lot of times, a lot of times too, you literally got to see, feel the judges out. Like see how the fights play out. You got to see how the cards playing out. You got to be like, all right, well, I notice if I'm in the back and you see, you see like the fight is playing out a certain way and the judges are scoring a certain way in the, of in the night. You're like, all right, so this is how I need to approach this. You know, that has to be something in your mind. Like, all right, well. I got to finish the fight strong, right? Genuinely, we always say that. Finish the fight strong, like win the last round for sure because judges <laughs> usually just go off of, you know, what they see, mm-hmm. what they last saw. That's you know? so shitty, though, because... If they're not paying attention, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, that is... But who knows? I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answers, bro. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Swank. <laughs> um, I thought TJ Dillashaw lost, but that was just my opinion. Because you don't like him? 
No, no, I don't feel any type of way about TJ Dillashaw. No, you don't like him. Yeah, Phil, you, so you can't like him now. <laughs> okay, but I like watching it. I just was like, oh, this other guy just seems better and is doing more. He's cleaner, yeah. Yeah, he popped he, his knee with the heel hook. Yeah, he looked um, like he was just doing more to me. Dillashaw looked good. I thought. Listen, here's my thing though about Dillashaw. I don't. Let's give Dillashaw his his praises as well. Yeah, he uh, he looked good. He, did. he looked very he looked good, good considering a guy that just came back for two um, year layoff off a t- two year layoff, which I thought he should have took a warm up fight, but he looked good. He still looked a little rusty, but he looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, he was having a hard time with with uh with the what it came down to. I think he was having a hard time with the distance mm-hmm. and the range. Yeah, literally, he got <laughs> fucking. Sanhagen landed that flying knee at will almost. <laughs> it was crazy. Bro, he was holding him behind the head, just fucking just, just sending yeah. him. Just like sending my question him. is, what did TJ do to win? Because I just didn't see it. Well, he landed some shots. Um, <laughs> he took him down. Um, he was pushing him against the cage a lot. He was continuously uh pushing forward, having him move backwards, his ring generalship, um, cage control. He did a lot. It was a very close fight. He landed a lot more than 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 these highlights are putting up. You know, that one that one shot of him like eating that knee coming forward. You know, it, that that picture's all, all over the Crazy, place. Yeah. But I thought it was close. That was a close. Fight. I thought Corey Sanhagen won, in my unbiased opinion. Mm. I just thought he did more. Like every time I was looking, it looked like he was hurting him. Kimar said a little bit grab grab shorts and cage. Yeah, he's he's a dirty. Bird. I say he's dirty. <laughs> well, he's crafty. He's a he's a crafty vet, bro. And they do little shit like that. Is that illegal? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely it's illegal. They get away with it. I mean, Donald Cerrone used to grab people's gloves and head kick them. Like, fingers in the glove, the back of it, right here. That's Mickey's thing. And then throw the head kick. Mm. It's crafty shit. The judge don't see it. The ref doesn't see it. Yeah. It's a lot of shit that goes down in the octagon. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway, carry on. All right. Next up. Uh, up next, we have Cheyenne Byes versus Gloria De Paula in the strawweight division. Cheyenne buys Dana White Contender Series alumni, where she fought August of 2020 and won by unanimous decision. UFC debut was a unanimous decision loss in March of 2021, and she comes in with a 5-2 and two record, one win by KOTKO, and four wins by decision. And Gloria De Paula, another Dana White Contender Series alumni, she fought in November of 2020, won by unanimous decision. Comes into this fight on a one-fight losing streak, in March of 2021 as well, where she lost to Jin Yu Fry by unanimous decision. She's also fighting this card. <laughs> Gloria holds a record of five wins and three losses, three wins by KOTKO, two by decision. I don't honestly don't know much about them at all. Yeah, me neither. Uh, like both very new. Why doesn't Phil know about these women? <laughs> oh, just me now. After Why Randy just goes, yeah, yeah, me yeah, neither. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, well, give me the odds. Uh, Cheyenne buys... Is the favorite coming in at minus one ninety five and Gloria De Paul is the underdog at plus one sixty five. Blum Next up, uh, Kamora, <laughs> what is that from? He said a quote from Cheyenne Byers was "I'll follow you home, bitch." <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Did she actually say that? I'm going with her off that alone. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that. I like the energy. We got Kai Young Ho Kang versus Ronnie Yaya. Listen. I always pick Ronnie Yaya. Yeah, he, dude, he was in the WC. He's been around for a while. He's been around for so long. I always pick this dude. Um, but I freshened up on on K Young. Uh, Kyung, what's the, is K-Young. that Kong? Is that Kong or K Young? Kyung, Kyung, Ho Kong, Kyung Ho Kong. Uh, I I I freshened up on him a little bit. Watched a couple of his fights. It's 
He's eerily similar to Ronnie Yaya. Oh, really? The matchmaking here is just fire. Mm. They both these dudes are very similar. Ronnie Yaya is more of a jiu-jitsu guy, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Kong he mixes it up, man. He mixes it up well. Um, he could do it all, you know. Um, but the thing about Ronnie Yaya is that he's been around a long time. He's crafty. Um, he's I don't know. He's crafty. He has great jujitsu. He's just fought tougher competition. But I don't know what it is. His age now. Yeah, right? he's, he's, he's an older there. guy, and I don't know. Usually, we see the young guys coming up fighting these older guys. It's, you know, especially at this point in his career, you know, it may be one of those things. We saw that in uh, he fought Ricky Simone. Yeah, and he kind of got yeah he dominated. got worked got yeah. worked over there. Yeah, Ricky's a guy up and coming in the bantamweight division. But um, both these guys have been in the UFC for a while. Ronnie Yaya. Uh, 2011 made his UFC, de- UFC debut, and Kyung Ho Kang made his UFC debut in 2013. Yeah, but he hasn't fought very consistent. Hasn't been very consistent. Kyung Ho Kang? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he has not. But Ronnie Yaya is making his 19th UFC appearance in yeah, this he's, fight. Yeah, he's I been mean. around forever, bro. Yeah. Since before, when I just started amateur MMA, I've known about Ronnie Yaya. Yeah, and like I said, WEC guy, that's, yeah, he's been fighting for a while. Insane. Insane. Um, I think it'll be a fun fight, though. A lot of grappling and wrestling going on, but um, I like Ronnie Yaya, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the newcomer here. I think one. I think I am as well. I'm going with Kyung Ho Kang in this one. I think. Well, how old is he? Kyung Ho Kang. Let me see. Thirty-three to thirty-six. Okay, that's not like too bad, but I still think I'm going with Kyung Ho Kang in this one. Ronnie Yaya has been around for a while, like we said, but um. Yeah. He's, th- he's only Yanni Yaya is only 33? 36. Kyung oh. Kang is 33. Oh, okay. Uh, but still, I mean, to be honest, I feel like his age does not represent his fighting age. Yeah, 1,000%. He, <laughs> yeah. he got some years on him, bro. Yeah, for sure. So, And he's been in wars. Yeah, exactly. He's been in a lot of wars. Yeah. But uh, Kyung Ho Kang is the favorite at minus 140, and Ronnie Yaya is the underdog at plus 120. That's a sick name, too. I like that. Ronnie Yaya. Why do you like it? I don't know. It just flows, I feel like. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, 2K said, y'all see those Strickland interviews? Ain't no way this man don't have CTE. Oh, yeah. He's out of there, bro. He's just weird as shit, too. He's out of there. He's but weird as fuck. I tell you, it's a fight game, bro. There's a lot of weird motherfuckers. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll talk about it right now because main event, probably the best fight of the night on this card, Uriah Hall, For number sure. eighth ranked middleweight contender against Sean Strickland, number 11th ranked middleweight contender. Um, Uriah Hall, ring of combat veteran, just like yourself. Uriah Hall, that's the man. He gets it done, bro. I've been saying this since this fight got announced. Uriah finishes this dude, and I'm not being biased because ring of combat, and he's Jamaican. Jamaica. No. Wait, you both from Spanish Town? Mm-hmm. Fun fact: He's actually from like a block over from where I lived. I think he's told me that, or said that before. That's actually that's mm-hmm. really crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's insane, actually. Um, and we never knew each other. Nothing. That's in, that's why you guys are around the same age. I was, he's older. Yeah, right? He's older than me, yeah. But still, interesting. That is very crazy. Yeah, <laughs> both of you see now. What was in the water in yeah, Spanish right? Town, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, you're right. You're, I've, I'm Strickland, man, and we spoke about it before. Mm. It's it. And Uriah said it, so I'm not just the guy that's just like people see it. It's it, dude. It's pre- it's fairly obvious. To, to he's witness. not. He's very. He does all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. He said he is sloppy. Mm-hmm. He does all the wrong things. He fights with his chin up in the air, straight up. And when everyone comes forward, he throws hooks, throws shit, backing up like this with his chin up. 
and and he picks shots off. He does it all wrong, but he wins. Yeah, but he wins. And and what I've said, what did I say to you? And I said sometimes something may may look away until you feel it, and then you're like, oh, okay. That's what I. That's something I want to. I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Like looking at him was like, nah, bro. I need to spot this dude. Like mm-hmm. I need to. I want to know like how. How are you like? I don't know, bro. Like it just shouldn't work. It it's, just should. It just shouldn't work. The things to knock that'll finish him, or anything looping, hook kicks, uh, overhand rights, you know, anything long coming around will put him out. But Uriah, Uriah Hall throws, and Uriah Hall throws that. Well, he hasn't thrown any spinning hook kicks in a while. Is there a reason behind that? I don't know, but I truly believe Uriah Hall knocks him out with with something like that, because man, that that just. The what the way he <laughs> he breaks so many rules, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not like he has this phenomenal head movement or great footwork where he can get away with it. He's just stepping back with his chin up, bro. And I just feel like no one has ever just capitalized. I don't know what it is. Very James Vick esque. Yes, tall man syndrome. We call yeah. it right, yeah. guys. Guys who are usually the, the taller person in mm-hmm. their gyms. Naturally, that the natural instinct is you lean back a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it. Everybody does it when you're tall and you're a beginner. That's your inst- like, And I remember I used to tell kids in my class, I used to be like, listen, we got to break that habit. You got to learn how to move laterally. You know, you sometimes you got to go into it. You got to bend your knees. Please do not reach out and, and with your chin up like this. And I used to always be like, if you do that, that's exactly how they're going to find you. <laughs> and the parents used to be like, oh. <laughs> like that's exactly how they're going to find you. <laughs> and the parents used to be like, oh, my God. And they uh, unenroll their kids immediately. <laughs> That's why he had to start doing the teens class. Yes, yeah, so I started teaching the adults because oh, yeah. I was a little too hard, too angry. <laughs> no, you nah, just nah, have nah. high standards. Yeah, but uh, it was that's I don't know about Sean, man. I I I like him a lot. I like his attitude. I like the, the I like the dog in him, and and I respect him just based off the fact that he's a fighter and he's. He's making the sacrifices, and he's a dog. He's moved up, too. He's moved up what he's accomplished, and he's in your face. This is his first main event. The he's, mindless pressure, yeah. He's going to fight you. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going in, to fight you. There. But massive risks. Mm. And against a guy like Uriah, I think Uriah puts him away handily. Mm. I think. That was going to be my next question. Do we see Sean Strickland come with that relentless pressure, land some big shots, or do we see Uriah Hall pick him apart? Not I think Uriah apart, Hall just, picks him apart. Yeah. 2K says uh, Uriah's main weakness is pressure. Is pressure boxing. That's a big problem with with him, so I'm still nervous for him. I don't th- I don't think I don't think Strickland has the type of pressure to do. He has a jab, right? He picks one two shots at a time. It's not like it's one thing if he had the pressure where he's coming in, moving his head off the line, and he's ripping bombs and picking mm. good combination shots like boom 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 like ripping shit. I've never seen that from him. I've only seen him walk for a jab, one two two one. yeah exactly, boom. Right, like, like, you know, that's all I see from him. You know, I don't really see much. You know, he he likes to box, and that relentless type of pressure is that of like a of a solid boxer is not what I see. Definitely you not. Know. Definitely you know. not. I mean, maybe in his own head, but again, this is me giving my analysis from the outside. And like I said, sometimes you look at a thing and it may seem one way until you feel that thing, mm-hmm. right? So, again, I don't know, it, but because he's had so much success, and then I've had this conversation with other people about it. You know, and other people, they feel the same way where it's like, yo, the dude walks forward with his chin up in the air and his legs locked out, his knees locked out, and 
He's picking shots off with his forearms, bro, with his chin straight <laughs> Literally, up in the air. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And there's nothing getting through. Yeah. So um, eventually something will get through, though. Mm. So there's there's a lot of holes that needs to be fixed. And against a guy like Uriah, I think you can't play that game. Yeah, because he'll catch you, like you said. <laughs> he'll catch you with something. Both guys are coming in on a four-fight uh, four win streak as well in this fight. I'm pretty sure Uriah's were three finishes out of his four wins. Well, his last fight being uh, Chris Weidman. Mm. Um, let me see. Yeah, four. Yeah, both four of these guys are four, four or five win streak for both of these guys. So, I mean, a lot is on the line. Obviously, two ranked guys going at it. But I am going to agree with you as well. I think Uriah Hall takes it. And what's up? What's up with the Strickland comments now? I get the yeah, chat was so, talking about. Um, so Strickland was talking about. Well, first of all, Uriah was saying how. I don't know. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Uriah Hall was talking about um, something about saying stuff about Strickland or whatever. And Strickland said to media that Uriah Hall is the type of guy that like he like acts so respectful and all this stuff and like you know like oh I'm sorry I knocked you out blah blah blah. And then he'll say, like, he'll go home later and, like, you know, like, jerk off to him, when, him knocking him out. Mm. Like, just we- very weird stuff coming from Strickland. And then, like, at the at the Waynes, their face-off, he was, like, turned to the, the yeah, media. He's like, that. hey, guys, am I, am I, what do he say? He's like, am I sloppy? Yeah, he's like, am yeah, I sloppy? Am I sloppy, sloppy. guys? Like, <laughs> he's an oddball. He's, he's very a, he's, strange. He's an odd guy. Um, but, yo, that's what comes with the game, man. That's, the game will drive you crazy, right? Um, this is what it is. But I don't know, man. I don't know what people have weird takes. I guess that's his take. That's how he feels. Well, he, I mean, I don't really. He's always. Like I mean, a I've, shit spar- I've sparred Uriah, and and it was a great sparring session. I didn't try to hurt me. I didn't try to hurt him. It was we had like good work. That's the other thing for Strickland, though. You heard yeah. what he's talked about. He said he he told me he's like I'm going in. There. He's like my training partner. I'm going in there. I'm either break your nose if he's getting ready for a fight. That's yeah, what he said. Like, I understand it. I understand it. And he, and he he lets them know, you know, so I get it, right? And so, and it sounds harsh and it sounds crazy to the, to, to fans. They're like, oh, you're going to try to hurt, hurt you with a dick, you know? So when people, when fighters come out and say raw shit like that, for some reason, fans don't uh, reciprocate that well. Mm-hmm. They don't receive that well. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, what? Like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like, would y'all really know, understand what we go through is what I, and I say it all the time and I do I do this all the time, but like, we and remember the one dude I, I went off on. My bad, bro. If you're watching, I'm sorry. <laughs> probably never. He probably deleted. He's like, I'm never Twitter coming account. back here. Right? Yeah. He's an asshole. But um, we are trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So you could fake it and act like you know, yeah. For the fans, they're like, oh, it's just a sport, you know, and you know, respect and a night. It is respect in the end. But when we fight, I am trying to hurt you, mm-hmm. one thousand percent, because I know you're trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um. That's just what it is. And I don't know why we dance around and try to decorate it and hide, and that's a bad thing to say. That's what it is, bro. When we spar, it's a lot of people, they never stepped in foot in the gym. Mm-hmm. They never, like, they see, they maybe they did some jujitsu and it was like, it was cute, right? Never really stepped foot in there and, and, and seeing what it's like. Like, when we, when we, I'm not talking about these big gyms too, where they all a bunch of guys on the mat and everyone's like, you know, play sparring and shit like that. Like, they're doing technical sparring. I'm talking about like some, you know, you go to these boxing gyms or like, you know, you just, you got a handful of guys and y'all really working, a couple guys getting ready for a fight. Guys getting ready for a fight. You got to fight to get better at that thing. You got to do that thing. And I'm and I'm I'm huge on that. Not every day sparring and you fucking lose your brain cells, right? But you do got to, you do got to spar. You do got to spar. And, and I understand what he was saying, but the way it came out for 
the the general public, you know, I guess you can't put it like that. Mm-hmm. And but, so I get it. I get it. But a guy like Uriah, Uriah, same thing. I've seen Uriah put people out. Actually, in the gym, I've seen Uriah put people out. In sparring. In sparring, I've seen it, right? Um, spinning shit too, right? <laughs> but I don't know about the other mar- remarks of you know him going home and celebrating it. Uriah's always been an interesting guy. He's not, Uriah's kind of crazy. He's an interesting guy. I mean, right? oh, oh, most yeah. fighters are. Say, We're all, you, all fucking crazy, are, yeah. bro, right? There's something off about all every single, every last one of us, right? We fight people in a cage for a living, barefoot, in underwear. Think about <laughs> it, right? So everybody has their perspective, I guess, right? And Strickland has his perspective, but in the end, Strickland is just as crazy as Uriah. But I don't, I've never seen Uriah celebrate hurting somebody. No, that prime example of uh, the ultimate fighter. Yeah. One of the craziest knockouts and he was like they told they were like yo come over here like yo get away and he was like not like looking at it. he was like damn he, he was like, just meant to, i mean what do we consider well, i mean we i would say right he if anything uriah's on the mental side mm. a lot right there's people who struggle with that kind he's of had shit. issues yeah, in the past, he has yeah. mental issues and shit like that right but besides that i mean what happened 2k can someone gather 2k oh what he say? He said Strickland never said that. He just said he beats his dick at home. Oh, all right. <laughs> but still, it is what it is. I think there's a side of fighting, bro, that that we don't want to discuss, and it's like because we want to, you know, we for some reason fans, man, fans. I mean, and I know fans, y'all are passionate, man, but there's a harsh reality to fighting, bro. There's a harsh reality to fighting, and there's a side of it that y'all don't want to accept. For some reason, it's like we just want to make you put it on a sport. Oh, it's a sport, and you know you got to be this way. You can't be like that. You're in, you got to set an example for the youth, mm-hmm. bro. After you just after I just smashed the motherfucker's <laughs> face in with my elbow, right? I'm supposed yeah. to just turn that off. I'm supposed yeah. to just get up now and be like, oh, I'll start apologizing instantly. Yeah. That's not the fakest shit ever. I'm supposed to just get up instantly and start to apologize. And be like, yeah. Oh man, are you okay? Go over to him and look good. That's weird to me, bro. <laughs> like I can't turn that off right away, but that's just me. Yeah. So, but. I would say most people are on your side, though. In, fighters, yeah. In the gym, people are getting hurt. Mm. Oh, I would You're say not intentionally hurting guys. There's days where you work with your guy, but there is a day you strap on that fucking headgear, you throw your mouthpiece on, you get your 16 ounce gloves, knee pads, shin guards, fucking elbow pads. Granted, I'll, I won't knee you in the face. I will pull my head kicks, but everything else goes. Mm. I won't elbow you in the face hard. I will show my elbows. He said hard. Well, no, 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 no. I will show, so I said I will show my elbows. I will show my knees to the face, but I won't knee you, right? I will pull my head kicks, but everything else. And by pulling head kicks, for those who don't know, you mean pulling head kicks mean I'm not gonna turn through all my head. I'm not gonna turn through, right? I'm gonna throw them. I'm gonna throw them hard, right? But I'm not gonna turn through them. You're gonna be able to see them, mm. right? And if one slips through, it won't knock you out, right? It'll it'll boom, and you're like, oh, whoa, right? But it won't <laughs> knock you out. Mm-hmm. So it's control. But we're, it's controlled, but we are fighting. We're going to fight, mm-hmm. you know? Somebody may get a bloody nose, right? Somebody, it's just what it is. But dick things is front kicking people in the face, stomping at your knees. I think that's what people, there is rules to it, mm-hmm. but we still, we're going to fight. And then there's the technical sparring where guys are just touching each other and, you know, that's good too, but you can't replace that for your sparring. Right, and you've spoken about that uh, big time before. No. It's also ironic because thinking about Strickland saying that stuff. Remember that video that came out not too long ago about him <laughs> with that jujitsu guy? Yeah. He was like, oh, motherfucker. 
Yo, he's a dog, bro. Yeah, he's a he dog. Is. He's a dog. You know, and he he enjoys what he does. And I respect that. And I think fans should respect that and appreciate a guy like that. And much as y'all some I read the comments and he's people are like, yo, he's so unlikable. I hate this dude. I don't like this dude. And it's like shit talks too during the fights and shit stuff. Shit talks yeah. too during the fight. Bro, he's embracing it. that's what this this is who you are. This is who fighters are. This is it. I love Strickland. Here's why I love Strickland because it says raw. It's raw. Yeah, this is real. it. He's real. That's it. There is nothing else, bro. That's 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 ninety percent of the fighters. Everyone, maybe he just doesn't have the the fucking mental capacity to try to like put a filter on, to or put a filter on, it and dress it up a little bit. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. This is what it is. <laughs> Motherfuckers enjoy bleeding. Enjoy yeah. hurting people. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy hurting people. Mm-hmm. I was and, say, and then, yeah. but there's then there's yeah. The anomalies, like Uriah, he doesn't enjoy hurting people, but he's super mental, super mental in his own head, right? And in order for you to get over that, you need to embrace it, embrace the violence, the animal within, and everyone does it. I would say he does this pretty well too. Yeah, but Uriah does too, but just in a different way. He oh, knows what? when to turn it on and turn it off. Me personally, comes. I can't turn it off instantly and start feeling bad for somebody right then. That's kind of weird for me, right? That's we, weird. We know. Let, you know, and I, but I, again, how I came up, everyone's come up is different. I've came up to, it's been like, hey, you know, mean intention. Oh, mean intention, mean intention. Times, Think yeah. pain every time. Like, nurtured, bro. This is nurtured behavior from like, I don't, man. The, 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 the psychology of it is fucking so... It's so weird, right? Because like I've been doing this since I was a kid, and all my entire life, it's just been like, yeah, you need to. It's, I'm not out here trying to hurt people and be an asshole, but when I'm in there, this is what it is. I'm, I need to hurt this person, right? And I know that it's a two way street. It's not just a one way street. I've been hurt, mm. right? I've been hurt in the octagon. I've been hurt in the gym. It just happens, right? But I've hurt a shit ton of people too. That's just <laughs> what it is, you know. And I'm not intentionally trying to hurt people, but when I'm fighting, I am. And they, they, when you're coming up, your coaches, they nurture that behavior. They want you to, you know, like, yeah, mean intention, mean intention. You know, don't feel bad. No, you got to know what you're able to do. They want to, you, you practice these things for what? Why do I practice this? Why do I practice a specific head kick, right? Us to set something up, to set up a specific shot. Why am I setting that up? To smash my shin across somebody's <laughs> jaw. Any place on their face, their jaw, I could break their nose. I could crush their eye socket. Temple. Why Why would I practice it? To put someone unconscious? To then not land it? Mm. To then land it and feel bad that I landed it when I intentionally <laughs> tried to land it? I'm so confused. Like, what do y'all want? Uh, no? I don't know. How do you feel about it? I don't know. It's a whole... I don't know. Dude, it's a lot to go into it. But I mean, I, I have no... I think it's fine. Like you said, what you do in the gym is what you're going to do in the octagon. Unless, yeah. you know, like... What you, what you practice is what you preach, basically. So, like, you got to go hard. Like, we talked about all the time, Max like Max Holloway not, not sparring. sparring and stuff like that. He's that's a liar, not, bro. That's not true. Exactly. We know that's not got, true. Fighters know like, he's sparring. You have to be sparring in the gym. I mean, you're a prime example because you speak about it all the time. Hard sparring, too. Like, it's necessary for you to do well. And you've, you've openly talked about it as well with your reaction times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, it needs to happen. For sure. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. I would definitely say so. And, and for sure, don't get me wrong. Some guys need to t- need to take it, tune it down a little oh, bit. Oh, definitely. Because there's a level of control. And when I say hard sparring, don't get me wrong, y'all. I'm not talking about 
Not trying to yeah. just yo. Know, we're every day we're just sparring, and it's like, like oh, I'm Johnson, beating the yeah. shit out of this person, and like we're just beating the fuck out of each other every day, and and there's no control at any point, and it's just like everything goes. We're like jump kneeing each other in the <laughs> face and shit. Like when I say hard sparring, I think that's what people envision, like fucking Fight Club shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I take somebody down, I'm ground and pounding them, like boom, yeah. boom, like that's not what happens. In hard sparring, you take somebody down, big takedown, boom, right? You're on top. You're gonna ground and pound, right? But you literally just touch them in the side of the head like this. You just touch them, yeah. touch them, touch them, touch, touch. They need to realize, yeah, Reg's like, oh shit, this, these are big shots. Mm. These could be big shots. That's why you take care of your partners. They know that. Mm. Like this could, these could be big shots, right? And they cover themselves and they try to work up, and you, you don't give them a chance to breathe. You're on them like how you would be in a fight. Imagine now I take my my partner down, and next thing you know, I'm like. I start like showing Oh I can't hit him So I just start showing The, the shot So he sees him Like oh Next thing you know, That's a false sense Of security bro yeah. He goes in a fight And he's like Oh I'm just gonna stand up Put both my hands down And just stand up He's getting rocked Like oh shit Now you're <laughs> flustered Because you've never Been in that situation it, Honestly it makes Complete sense You know Um also, I th- just thought of this. That Instagram story you put up today, you slamming. Your I didn't trip. slam him. All right. Well, you picked him up. Him. And see, now you gonna, how are you going to insert that right now in this? How are you going to insert that right now you, in this conversation? You you at touch and go look, underscore. But, but yeah. look, at, look at the control, though. No, I was. It was you good. see control, yeah. right? That's what I'm talking. That's hard. We were sparring hard. That's hard sparring. But here's what's not hard sparring. Me picking him up and dropping him on his fucking head. Yeah. That would have been a dick thing to do. Yeah. But look what I did. Picked him up. Rule in the gym, you're responsible for your partner. Anyone that you pick up, you're responsible for putting them down. 1,000%. Dick thing would have been picking them up and I just free-falled yeah. my weight on top of him. Then I'm a dick. Then I'm a shit. I need to get kicked out the gym. You're, a, you're an asshole. Right? Yeah. Fuck that guy who's going to do that. Nah. Good control. It, it kind of looked like uh, Kevin Randleman and... Millie or fin- Philly in it. No, it didn't. Don't <laughs> do that. No, it didn't. No, it, it definitely did. Fader It definitely didn't. I put him down very <laughs> nicely, right? Good control. But that's, and we were sparring hard. So I think when people say hard sparring, they think that motherfuckers is like, it's fight club. And we sparring like we in the octagon. Like we fighting like we in the octagon. No. There I mean, some rules. people do that though. Obviously. That, that's, that's the whole point of why I even started this, right, right? right? Is that some guys, they do need to take a back. Mm. And here's the problem. Here's where things, the water gets murky. Some guys lack fundamentals. They don't really get the right schooling and the right teaching. And then they jump into sparring and they have so many bad habits. They have zero control over their punches or, or, or strikes, zero control with their takedowns, their body. They just and they just go and they're fighting you. They're legit fighting you. Like there's times you got to take guy and be like, bro, chill. chill. Like, like, you know, chill. especially a guys. Some guys are assholes. Some guys will they'll be going like that. And another guy, they'll they'll just get. They'll get somebody mad pissed off and then they'll get, get hurt. Down or right. Yeah. But it's like some guys will tell you, like, yo, you gotta relax, bro. Just well, do they usually match like, my energy? Do they you usually know? stop or like slow down? Um, sometimes. If you just talk to somebody, let them know, right? But it depends. If you're sparring hard, big headgear and shit like that, that those conversations aren't gonna happen. Mm. Right? If a guy ups the ante, you probably gonna up the ante. Mm. And that's then it's then it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? right. Then exactly. But still there's rules within that. Right. I'm not gonna jump knee him in the face. I'm not gonna elbow him. I'm not gonna fucking stomp his knee out. You know, I'm not gonna do shit like that. Like those are just rules, you know. But there is some guys, like I said before, I keep straying from it, but guys who don't understand the they never got the fundamentals. They never got the fundamentals and they they have a shit ton of holes. And this like I said, this is where the water get, gets murky. Um so they just when they spar, they never really they they're missing a bunch of shit. So when they spar, 
they just go. And granted, they're good. They may say they make it to the UFC. They got some. They got some wins and stuff like that in on the local scene, and, and they work their way up, and they're good. But they they they're missing a lot of shit. So now, but now they're in the UFC. Now they're working hard every day, right? And they're training, and they only know one way. That phrase is thrown around so much. That phrase amongst gym just oh he only knows one way mm. he only knows one way yep bro he only knows one way and guys like that's that's not a good thing you gotta be you know fluent you know and 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 have an empty cup and be willing to learn a lot of other shit because that's when the guys where you get the cte problems now mm. that guy that's always gonna come he just wants to go hard all the time and like doesn't have control doesn't understand you know the learning process of sparring just wants to fight every time then later on he comes out and you hear him and people love him. Everybody loves his style, right? So when he he gets the platform and he speaks now and he says, "Hey, I stopped sparring so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna ease up off sparring. I don't think it's you know it's not good for my health. I shouldn't be sparring this much." Everyone's like, "Yeah, see, hey, guys should stop sparring. Don't spar, huh? Mm-hmm. What what are you talking about, bro? Like him? He's the <laughs> idiot. He's not sparring properly. Yeah, you gotta spar properly, mm-hmm. but you cannot spar." That's a new thing. That's been a new thing, though, right? That hasn't been a thing. No, no way, no way. Yeah. In order to get better, I'm I'm huge on. In order to get better at that thing, you got to do that thing. Mm. And listen, but do that thing properly and safely. Yeah. But if you have a style where you're taking a lot of damage, you should probably try to, you know, Eat. adjust the yeah. style a little bit or spar less. Mm. That's all. Mm. Person to person basis. Um, well, we both have your eye hall winning this one, but he is the underdog coming into the fight at plus one seventy five, and Sean Strickland is the favorite at minus two ten. So that is the UFC card. That's it. Um, now let's move on to the Bellator card. The only fight I know in Bellator is main event. Yes, yeah, is, is the main event. Let's do it. Let's get right to it then. All right, main event. We have the champion Patricio Pitbull. Versus AJ McKee, seventeen and zero. Versus what is he? Thirty one and four. I think he said thirty two and four. Yeah, thirty two and four. Impressive though, seventeen and zero. I I didn't know he was undefeated. Honestly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember his last one was that uh, was the crank. That's, yeah, that's six. Was it that neck, that neck crank off his yeah. back? Yeah, that was honestly so cool. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Um, you see their press conference too? Yes, yes. It's a lot of. That's what we like to see. Exactly, some bad. A blood. lot of animosity. Yeah. Especially for Bellator. This is huge for Bellator. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of eyes right now. This is a big moment for them, I think. Yeah. You know, so a lot of fans have a lot. There's a lot of eyes on Bellator right now in this moment based off of, you know, the UFC card isn't uh, quote unquote great. But uh, Bellator right now, they, they got a lot of drama and yeah. people like drama, drama sells. So I know usually I don't watch Bellator unless unless Pitbull something is like fighting this, yeah, or, you know, or, or something else. like this is going on. I'm going to tune in. But. Yeah, for the most part, I don't watch. Yeah. So I'm gonna be tuned into this just based off of the drama and shit. Uh, and, and for sure, AJ McKee is is a, is a potential superstar. Yeah, in the you making. know, I think that it'll do good for Bellator if he gets the job done. I would say so as well, honestly. Yeah, I would really say so. Um, do you have AJ McKee winning? Um, it's a, he. It's a handful, man. He got a serious fight on his hands. He has a serious fight on his hands. I don't think he's fought anybody of this caliber yet. Uh, I think he has massive potential. I think he's a good fighter um, from what I've seen so far, a little bit of research that I've done on him. but um, Big height difference, too. Huge height difference, huge reach, um, supreme confidence, and that's huge. I love that. I love that. Um, no fake humbleness going on here. Um, but Fabricio, man, he's proven. 
himself worthy for he's, sure. He's he's proven. I would like to see him in the UFC. I would love to see him in the UFC. And you know what happens? I think if he loses, AJ McKee takes over, and I think it'll be it'll benefit him. I think he'll actually maybe who knows? Come to the UFC. It'll be opportunity for him to come to the UFC. Um, I I really don't know who to go with in this one either. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, you but, what was what happened at the presser? Uh, they were just talking shit back and forth, and then AJ McKee stole his belt. No, nah, but something about uh, his talking about his family or something. They were oh like, I yeah, he, about my family. And yeah, he was talking about like, how he's gonna knock him out in front of his like in front of his dad or family. Wife. Yeah, like his dad or something like that. And, like his like, you know his family. And then AJ McKee's like, I'm gonna knock you out in front of your like you know your family. They're just going back and forth, just shit talking. <laughs> like, don't bring my family into this. Yeah, now, now it's personal. Yeah, yeah. And the old, the old now. Now it's different. <laughs> now I'm gonna hurt you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now you're gonna hurt me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Only now, though. <laughs> Only now, because I did now that. You said my family. Something about my family. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love. I love it. I love. I love the mindset of like how people think fighting works, mm. and we sell it to y'all, and I'll just eat it up. I love it. <laughs> I mean, definitely do I eat love it. Up. Oh, oh, now, oh man, I had him winning, but then he spoke about his mom. <laughs> oh, that's he ain't winning now because now he's gonna see red. That's literally the <laughs> same shit as. Oh, when I see red, though, when I get mad, I black out, bro. No one can beat me. <laughs> No one could beat me when I see red, when I get mad. Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> wow, that's not nice. <laughs> actually, someone posted a video in the Discord. Did you see it? it was, I did see it. I did it was see actually it. hilarious. <laughs> it, it was funny. That's fucked up. Right. Oh, that was so funny. But uh, same thing. This is, uh, what's it called? Don't talk about my mom like that. Don't you ever talk about my same fucking shit. mom. Yeah. But it's the same. Even the Connor thing. I think it's more lines and lines like are slowly getting blurred now. And like, mm. the people are just crossing lines. And eventually, this is the entertainment business too. So eventually... I feel like at some point, I mean, we like to, it's just so weird, man. We pick and choose about what we think. I mean, I mean, maybe I, I just can't see the line of where I, it's supposed to be. I'm just confused with everything. Mm. I just see there's going to be another Conor McGregor coming along the years. Look at the times we live in. We live in a troll era of nothing but all these kids are fucking trolls, bro. Mm. It's just everybody's a troll, right? And there's no consequences for anything that you say. And it's just, that's the culture now, right? That's the culture of humans now, right? And it's just... Just what it's going to be the next 10 years. What do you think? Everybody's going to have all these next generation of fighters are going to come up and they're going to keep crossing. They're going to know. They're going to see the blueprint. What's the blueprint? Connor did it. Oh, he's talking mad shit. And he crossed lines. Look where he got him. Yeah. He got him. And they're like, and they don't give a fuck. Right. You're going to have some that is going to backfire on some. And it's going to be massive for some. It's not. It's going to work out for some. And that's just what it's going to be. It's going to continue to be that. And more lines are going to continue to continually be crossed. Wow. What are we going to do? Stop watching MMA? <laughs> Imagine they banned. Yeah, look yeah. at look at six nine, right? We're gonna have like six nines of fucking of MMA. We're well, gonna have Sean that. O'Malley got his thing tattooed on. He tattooed. He tatted six nine. Yeah, that was an L. Yeah, that's, that's a that's, major L. That's that, a bit that, weird. But that, that's that's young. That's young people shit, right? Like that's just he's too how old is he? Like nineteen or some shit? Who O'Malley? He's no. like twenty six. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, that's oh, a bit weird. Oh, he's just an idiot. Yeah, that's Wait, weird. What did he get tattooed? 6'9". <laughs> Takashi 6'9", like the 6'9 on him. Why? Because Takashi was hanging out with him. I don't fan. They were hanging, he fan. was at the fight, and they were hanging out after. I don't know. But I guess you could be a fan. Weird. of That's like people getting uh, Jordan tattoos of Michael Jordan on them and that, shit like that. No, Jordan's a legend. Jordan's but, different. But to you, to everyone, but to him, every perspective is everything, right? To him. No, maybe but. Maybe 6'9". Is a, and remember, we're talking about a white kid from fucking Arizona. He don't. He he's don't, from Montana or something. Or actually. Montana, whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck, right? He got tattoos on his face, so he, and he smokes weed. He got the look, right? But what it comes down to, 
he don't he don't play by those rules. He don't play by street rules. Same no. thing. Six nine don't play by real street rules. Majority of y'all, y'all too, everybody know nothing about the streets. Right. None of y'all know nothing about the streets. Right. So they still gonna listen to the music. They still gonna do whatever. Right. It's, like they do, they yeah. still. So it's like he don't live by those rules. So he ain't cutting off six nine. Mm. You know what I mean? For what? I ain't cutting off six nine. I, I mean, I never, I never subscribed. I just, found <laughs> right? it but weird. I'm not gonna, I'm not cutting off. Well, what? I found it weird to tattoo another man's. It's name weird on as you. fuck. Yeah, it's it weird is. As fuck. But he's a fan. He's a huge fan. It's, it, it is weird as fuck. That's an L from from my perspective. The way I grew up, that's an L. But for him, where did he get it tatted? On his shoulder. Yeah, on his shoulder. But but for a lot of people, that's not an L. For a lot of people, for him, that's like I'm a huge fan of. Look for me. Uh, Hannibal Barker. I'm a huge fan of Hannibal Barker, mm-hmm. right? But that's just from my perspective of my life, right? I got Hannibal Barker tatted on my leg, right? I mean, end of the day, that's, I know that, why he did. That's, that's he did that's it for me. this to be talked about. So he did it to be talked about wins. for sure. Absolutely, he's it's smart. But again, troll era. Trolls are gonna do troll shit, right? And there's gonna be more to come along, and people are gonna keep crossing lines and more lines and more lines, and so we can't be surprised we can't like pick and choose and be like oh be mad about shit like the more and more people are gonna cross quote-unquote lines about talking about old family and shit like that and the religion and all that it's gonna happen well we have a news piece about conor mcgregor crossing the line recently so uh, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll talk about all that. the lines um, yeah we'll talk about excessive said i am the streets i was drinking alcohol underage this <laughs> is <laughs> 2k say your name is randall <laughs> you see like tro- <laughs> like troll shit you see what i'm saying again but again you know nothing about me. Y'all think y'all know me because I, I come on and I chat with y'all and like I, I present a certain way. But again, you don't know anything about people until well, what they what they give you, what mm. they show you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that's uh that's natural, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that people are are gonna there's gonna be more people to come out and present what they want to present, and they're gonna present that troll shit. Right. You know. Well, the, it's proven that that's what gets you talked about. That's what, that's what gets what you gets t- exactly. You uh, views and that's what gets you uh, better fights, probably. Mm-hmm. It's true. At least more eyes, if nothing else. Numbers. It's all about numbers. Running numbers, numbers game, up. Yeah. But uh, give it. Give us the news, my man. All right. To open up the news, Kamaru Usman will meet Colby Covington in a welterweight title rematch at UFC 268 in November. The date and location are not finalized yet, but UFC is hoping for the fight to headline Madison Square Garden. That nice. would be a huge card at MSG. That would be huge. I'm definitely going to that if that is the case. That'd be yes, sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, we in there like somewhere. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be a nice one. Um, let me... Hold on. Uh, Canuck said, uh, Usman versus Colby 2 going to be a good card that could have three title fights. Really? Oh, that'd be nice. I could see it. Line it's Crusher just said Madison Square Garden is ass place to fight. That's a lie, right? You gotta be joking. No, nah, I was. I fought in the garden. It was awesome. Dude, Madison Square Garden is probably one of the most famous. And they gave you a nice fluffy world. towel. <laughs> they gave you a nice fluffy towel that you stole. Um, I love it. It's so big. Madison Square Garden was one of the nicest places I fought. When we yeah. when I fought there, we, all the fighters got there. We actually warmed up. I warmed up in the Knicks lockers room. That's sick. Locker room. I had like those big ass fucking closets and yeah. lockers that they get. Yeah, I had massive. my own section. With my my name on it and like all my oh that's actually really cool yeah. my 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 jersey yeah. and shit my fight kit was just lined up there was hung up there it was elated with lights illuminated with Damn. lights and shit like that yeah that was fire yeah MSG is sick yeah it was nice MSG is and it's nice. New York and the showers cool. the showers was fire they're huge you know why the showers was ill why because I'm six three 
and the shower was fucking way up because yeah. all the tall motherfuckers in there got to the be able players. to shower. The ball players and shit got to be able to shower. So when I took a shower after my fight, it was mad comfortable because the shit was just so high. That's sick, actually. That's pretty cool. Some lockers, you go in there, like, and the, the shower is like, this fucking shower head is like at right your there head, yeah. at my head. And I'm like, <laughs> trying to take a shower. Uh, um... All right, more news. Logan Paul versus Anderson Silva boxing match in the works for September. As in this September? Yeah. Wow. Good for Anderson. Yeah, honestly. Good for Anderson. And apparently Anderson Silva was the underdog coming to the fight. That's so That's whatever. Nice. That's fine. I have nothing to say about that. I just want to know. I'm just, I'm just happy Anderson getting his bag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Honestly, good for him. From Brazil to the big state. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, Anderson Silva already had a bag, though. Oh no, he's Anderson rich. Anderson Silva had a, a couple bags. Anderson yeah. Silva's been been well. But this off. is a, this is a super bag, so I'm happy. But it, and it's after his retirement yeah. from MMA, so it's like, why not? Why not? Why not? Um. Okay. More news. Ricky Simone will fight Timur Valiev at UFC 266 on September 25th. That's gonna be a good fight for sure. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ricky Simone. Honestly, I like his fighting style. As am I. Yeah, he's a good prospect. Um, Cyborg said, "What's up, guys?" Yo, what up, Yo, Cyborg? Cyborg, Guaguan. And yes, excessive. Hop off the beer right there, or hop off the train right there, which means train beers. Yes. Yes, sir. MSG is the best for sure. Dial five said Logan Paul can't box for shit. And biscuits from Uranus said underdog because Logan just beat Floyd. <laughs> All right, <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> Must have missed that yeah. one. Uh, okay, some more Bellator news. Over in Bellator, Douglas Lima versus Michael Venom Page 2 to headline Bellator event on October 1st. That's another fight I will definitely be tuning in for. for Bellator. Yes, sir. That's a banger. Um, This fight... Think, and, oh, sorry. Th- my bad. I'm sorry. I think that... uh, What's the name? Wins this again. Um, Not again. Uh, this time. I think... Michael uh, Venom Page? Venom Page gets really? it done this Dude, time. Well, that knockout was crazy. But we see the knockout. But did we see the fight? Did you watch the fight? Not in full effect. He was he was cooking him, boy. Really? He was cooking him. Yeah, he was cooking him. You know, but granted, the technique was beautiful. He he, he timed it beautifully. As soon as he darted forward, he cut him. With that Douglas with that calf kick. He's got those kicks, those hard. He does. Kicks. He has some hard. His brother has hard kicks as well. Mm. Um, you seen Usman working with him recently. Yeah, I did getting see that, the kicks actually. right. Um, but yeah, I think it's a. I think I think I think Michael Venom gets it done this time. I, I, that's a fighter that I would love to see in UFC. Yeah, I feel like we'd spark him up though. You think? Yeah, we spoke about. He well, he's openly said that he is going to get into the UFC at some point. He's I think I think that the upper upper echelon of fighters will give him a tough time, mm. but he's still great. I think he also belongs in the upper echelon of fighters. Yeah, I would say, but I think that he'll have a tough time because the guys the guys at this in the UFC are, are more versatile. We have mm. way more versatility than most of the guys he's fought. And I'm not saying that he's fought cans. I'm just saying that you know I think the competition is a little stiffer mm-hmm. here. And that the can talk, the can talk. I hate the can talk. You know why I hate the can talk? Because you got to realize that still pro athletes, these man. are still professional yeah. athletes, bro. Like the worst, take the, I'll take the worst MMA fighter that you know. It's the same thing like the basketball NBA guys, right? You take an NBA guy, right? And you bring him to the park. People be talking shit. Oh, like this guy. They'll take the worst player in the NBA, bring him to the park with the nicest guy you know in the park. Like, yo, this motherfucker. Nicest, the nicest on the block, bro. Nicest from this area. Nicest. He should have went to the NBA. He should have did this. He should have that. The dude you think is trash is <laughs> gonna wash him, bro. So bad, cook him like like you've never seen before, mm-hmm. right? 
And I think it's the same thing. You take one of those dudes from Bellator, right? That uh that that a quote unquote can that Michael Venom page beat and you bring him to the gym with your with you know, in the gym with, with you know, the up and coming guys or one of the best guys in your gym that's not that's not obviously in the UFC or or made it to the big leagues yet. He's never been tested. He'll he'll work him over. Mm. Work him over bad, I think. Mm-hmm. Or to be competitive like hell. I would say so, yeah. Right? So the things that he's able to do to these guys, even so, you got to respect that. Of course. You got to respect that because of the things that he's able to, he's, he's still doing this to other grown adult men, professional athletes. What he's accomplished and everything, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think we should put some respect on it. I would say yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. We also have some breaking news. Thank you, Henzo Gracie and Pierre. Uh, Gaethje versus Chandler announced on Discord for November. Gaethje versus Chandler? In November. Ooh. Is that an MSG? That'll if that, that is an be. MSG, I'm dude, I'm can't I'm going. It might be. Holy shit. That'd Sheesh. be crazy. Well, I mean, we called that fight, I think, didn't we? Oh, that was the fight we originally wanted for Chandler to be entered into the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Originally we wanted that. We thought that was good. But he huh? got hooker and then obviously title shot. But um damn, that's gonna be a good one. But whoever wins that is next well, in line MSG, for title, for probably, right? What do you say? Whoever wins that is probably next in line for title. I would say so. Yeah, against either Poirier or Olivero, whoever mm-hmm. wins that one. Damn, that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a good one. Excessa said, I mean, I was already going, but now I'm going. I'm saying <laughs> Randy Brown at the door for d- reduced admissions. <laughs> yeah. If I kick you out. Yeah, yeah. Turn you back. <laughs> 2K said shit, I'm a black belt in November. Mwah. Yes, sir. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. He's like, that's the one. He's like, all right, I'm gonna cash in. But here's the thing. You just you, gotta you, you just gotta make list, sure you on the list. You better make sure you're your on the date. Wait list. You're on the list. So hope you just gotta wish the people in front of you don't cash in their cash in their tickets at that time because if they cash in, you asked out. Mm. First come, first serve at that moment. I'll give mine away. All right, there you go. Well, you can choose who you would like to give it to. Oh, two K's law. We'll give it to two K. Should we'll we give it, it to two K? He talks a lot of shit though. Should we? You're right. Should we give it I to two K? I think we should. We could put him Chat, on. Chat. What do y'all um, think? Do we give it to two K? Let's put two K on probation and decide at a later date. Yeah, you're right. We'll figure that out. He's on a probationary period. <laughs> um, but he would have to get his own way here to New York. Yeah, how are we going to do that? And he's like 15? Sorry, when I was 15. He, he worked. When I was 15, I was on flights. I was hopping on flights. Dial 5 said 2K is like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to get the buddy pass to, to fly. Yeah. No, I did 2K fly with works. A buddy pass. Remember? Um, he works. He delivers yeah, he he, um, appliances. Yeah, washer and dryers or something like that. Yes, sir. All, yes, sir. Slip, yeah. All right. Well, you start stacking for November. Let's go. That'll be a, that'll be that'll be a big Discord meetup. Then, if that actually happens, if a lot of people come through. Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> that you? It was me. <laughs> wow. On live. Holy shit! 4K. Did you guys hear that? I don't 4K. Think I heard that. 4K. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a creak in the woods or something like that. Yeah, like that the, sounded like it came from downstairs. You know what? That was loud. It happens. It happens, you know. Okay, okay when's your birthday? Bands, I mean, it doesn't smell, so. Yeah. Is that good? It's all right. Oh, my goodness. It's not your best work. It's not my best work. <laughs> I've done better. Uh, Pierre said, yo, yo, <laughs> I'll do it in the cage. Unprofessional. <laughs> That's what this show is. Yo, let me tell you something, right? Why? You know what's ironic? Somebody came in earlier and said, this is too professional for me. Too professional? Really? Yeah. Bro, let me tell you something. I think why. Here's our show, right? Our show 
is good, I think, because we're not up here suit and tie, like super. This is how real people Getting actually talk about sports. This is how real people talk about sports. The average person, we just sit, we chat about fucking sports. About, and we're not even like good at it too. We're just like, what's his fucking name? Yeah, like, we're like, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, we're not great. That's like, and, and that's why people like it, I think. Yeah. Because we legit are just kicking the shits mm. and just talking about the fights. Mm-hmm. I agree, honestly. Yeah. So, but we know, we, we're not good at it, but we do know our shit. We know the science of it. Yeah, exactly. We may not know the names. We may not, Phil may not watch the women's fights. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> But you know what? We know our shit technically. Exactly. Which is all that matters. Because I do this shit. For a living. So I know it. Mm. I'm good at it. You are. I'd say you're pretty good. Very good. You think you're ready to do it um, at one of those tables? No. Not yet. Hmm. I mean, I could. I think I could. Like, at the desk? Like a desk analyst? Yeah. How'd you think I'd do? I'd be like, what the fuck? What's his name? (laughs) What's his fucking name again? The guy, the guy. Yeah, um, when did he fight? What did he fight? Chat. What's what's his name? <laughs> Are you talking to chat? Oh uh, man, you'd have to study. Yeah. Oh yeah, they definitely study a shit ton. Yeah, for sure. Bilal's up there. Bilal's doing a good job though. Yeah, he well, he has. He's been. doing really good. Even when Angela Hill too, she does. She did a good job. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not an intellectual, so I don't think I could be good. But you don't need to be an intellectual to but, do that. But for TV, people like that look for TV. I don't have the TV look. See what what do you mean? I'm more like anyone could be on TV. I'm more like the octagon looks. Mm. <laughs> I you can know, see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Excessive said Randy would be trying to hit the Bati Boy button. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Oh man! Uh, hey, Henzo Gracie said, "I love you, Phil." Woo! Let's go. I love you too, Henzo Gracie. Thank you, Henzo. What up, my man? Jack was good. Uh. Jack said, if Felder has the TV looks, you definitely got them. <laughs> wow, uh, that's not Lion nice. Lion said, DC ain't good at it, but he's comical. I think I that's think what I'd be. I'd have to funny. be there for that. Yeah, DC is, you know what I like? DC's lately has been like, his thing lately, he's been calling people out. You saw the dude he called out on Twitter? Yeah. I think fires are getting fed up, bro, yeah, slowly. Honestly. I'm like, these people just, they talk from a point of like having no understanding, no experience. But they stand so strong. This dude had a bunch of people retweeting this shit because he's an MMA guy on Twitter. So he has like a bunch of people, mm-hmm. you know, listening to the shit he says. And it's like, bro, you're proud and wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, this, you're proud and wrong. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm glad he called dude out on that. DC has been calling people. Like, when he did to Jake Paul, mid, mid-fight, he got up and walked <laughs> over to him. Yeah. like, like I love it. Yeah, honestly. I so it. do I. Um, Legend said you got to have 2K in your ear. That you start talking. <laughs> I think he's gonna have a submission by roundhouse yeah. kick with the left leg. In, yeah, at at one at minute and thirty six seconds word. in. How yeah. you know all that? Two K. Two K is a Libra, by the way. Oh, good to know. Cyborg asked, "Do all fighters get arthritis in their knuckles?" No. Okay, your answer. <laughs> That's no. Um. Lion I've said, had broken knuckles. I've fractured ooh, knuckles. That does not sound fun. Uh, Lion Crusher said, "Has anyone noticed how DC interviews people who he thinks lost the fight but won? Look at the last fight night interviews. <laughs> oh, so no, like if DC thinks that the person lost but they got a win, sticks them he, around for an interview as well. He well because they won, he has to interview them, but he feels like they lost. Mm. What does he do, Lion? I don't know. 
I don't notice that, but um, so yeah, that's it for the show, right? I mean, I have more news. Oh, drop us, drop us the news. <laughs> we can end the, after this. I, this is the this is the news I was trying to get before that I was going to say I don't honestly like this fight announcement. Walt Harris will fight Tai Tuivasa at UFC 267 on October 30th. I don't really like that for Walt Harris. He's on a what a five fight losing streak now. Five. He's four, on a five fight. Four fight no. losing streak. I thought it was three. Is it three? Yeah, I don't think he lost five fight. Come on, come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, I think it's four. I think it's four. Why are you doing that? Let me look it up right now. I think that I think that uh I think it's a good matchup. I don't know. I really I think where we have that, that recency bias the last, oh, you're his right, last it's fight. Sorry, it's three. <laughs> I said five. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put my man under the bus, bro. Feels like you should retire. <laughs> yeah, it feels like yo, you should just retire, bro. <laughs> nah, but uh I think it's a good matchup. I, I really think it's a good matchup. I mean and you gotta realize that is well Harris is still in the rankings, right? Uh, I don't know if he is anymore, honestly. Um, if he is, then that's that would that would you know that would explain why someone coming off a loss is being matched up with someone coming off of a win. And excuse me, I think I think that Walt Harris still has a ton of potential, but you, I don't think Tai Tuivasa won his fight in such a spectacular fashion as last time. Last mm-hmm. time out, no, I don't think he like. I think he actually got rocked before. Yeah, he he could have. Yeah, and then he and then he caught Hardy, and Hardy got knocked he came out. In way, yeah, he came in too aggressive and caught and he caught him. So it's not like he went out there and dominated and, and put on this crazy performance. And now we're all like, oh shit! Like, that's, I think that's even. I think they're both pretty good mm-hmm. at what they do. I think it's a good matchup. I think stylistically they're gonna throw down. It's gonna make mm-hmm. for a good fight for the fans for sure. It's, uh, whoever gasses first, though, I think loses <laughs> with Walt Harris, especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, definitely. We've seen that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Dial said, "I give them both about two minutes before they gas." Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate that though. That's that. Uh, like I, I mean, I say it all the time. Every stream we talk, almost every stream we talk about it. Where I say you're allowed to get tired twice as a professional athlete. I think. Yeah. Twice after that, you should have it figured out. Um, um wait, should never I, be known listed as known as a guy that gets tired. I saw because um, it's a fixable problem. Philly Fresh, he came in overweight for the first time. Yeah, I saw career. that. I saw that. Yeah, that's tough. That's not. That's not yeah, tough. I think he gets it done though in this fight. I hope so. Honestly, no, zero two, he, the second UFC going zero two in the UFC with two fights. That's that's tough. That's not good. Yeah, I think he's a good addition to the to the division though. Mm. Just stylistically, I think he fights he's, well. He's well rounded. Yeah, he's very well rounded. Yeah. I just as a newer guy, you got to look at this. He's uh, he likes jujitsu, you know, and it's something that. When he was on top of the guy, a guy that he fought, he was like, he got the guy mounted and was doing shoulder pressure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro, fuck that. That's out the window now, bro. You oh, better posture yeah. up and start punching this motherfucker. Yeah. Right? So um, I think that he's learning. Um, and it's his second fight in the UFC. I think he's super talented. His stand-up is really crisp. I just think he needs to just get comfortable in there putting it together. Because a lot of times being in the octagon newer when you just start to fight, Everything's a fog and you're in a fight. So instinctively, you're just doing what you do. You know, you're just going, you know, whereas the guys who've been around and have more experience and have been in the octagon for a while now, they know how to deal with it. They have better vision and better decision making. Right. So they can they know when to turn it on, when to turn it down, know what direction to go in. A lot of the newer guys, they don't they're just going. Mm -hmm. They're just going. That's why you see guys get into trouble a lot or Mm -hmm. they're driving so fast. They drive past the fucking, you know, the destination, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas the other guys 
are more the veterans are more under control. Mm-hmm. You know, Philly Fresh though, his second UFC appearance missing weight. That's not that's not too good. Yeah, for it's, sure. Yeah, it's, it's not good. a good sign. But yeah, he said it was the first time ever. So I made a post. It's the first time ever in his career. Um, I like the dude a lot. I think he. I think, like I said, I think he's a, a huge addition to the welterweight division. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, he gets that under control. Hopefully, I, yeah, I like him too. He loses here. You miss weight. You loses. That's they can get rid of you at yeah, two zero and two. Yeah, they can exactly. do it. So, um, we have said in the show before see. too. He wanted to fight me at one point. Oh, he did want to fight Phil at one point. <laughs> he did actually. <laughs> I should have let him fight fight you at one point. <laughs> Philip Rowe tried to beat up Phil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, um, Lost twenty percent of his purse. Ah, oh, ouch. Yeah, see, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's real tough. But two K asked to announce this news. I didn't have it down, but I will speak about it now. Abdul Razak Al Hassan is fighting Antonio Braga Neto August twenty first in the Apex Center on UFC ESPN twenty nine. Um, He's fighting a jujitsu guy, big what, time jujitsu guy. Well, wait, one eighty five. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, this guy, this guy's won like gold in in like jujitsu like competitions and stuff like that. This yeah, world champ. High, yeah, like a high class. Yeah, jujitsu guy. World class BJJ guy. What's his name? Uh, Antonio Braga Neto. Wow. Mm. All right, I want to see. Uh, I want to see Razak. You know. Kind of make no. his way back. I mean, through, yeah, make dude. his way back. Razak is an animal, bro. Dude, what is it like? Ten knockouts, ten yeah. finishes. He's that? exciting as hell to watch. Yeah, he is. Um, I mean, the grand last couple, it is what it is. Let, lost but, three in a row. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's the game, and I feel like, I feel like he didn't get a fair shake with the whole in the prime of his career. I think what he was doing when he the was really case. on a run, he had like a you know false accusations against him, and. You know that I feel like he was out for a little bit, out like two for years. Two years, yeah, yeah. yeah that sucks. That mm. sucks. You know, and then he came back. He looked different. You can see it affected him because when he came back, he was he missed weight the first time. That's when we started noticing the weight misses, and he looked. You know, he didn't look in shape like at depleted all. Depleted and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he started to lose. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I like. I would like to see him bounce back here and get back on track. Mm. Um. All right. Amanda Nunes has tested positive for COVID-19, so her upcoming fight has been pulled from UFC 265 on August 7th against Juliana Pena. So that's a tough one to lose uh, that fight. That was going to be the co-main event. Right. But um, here's, here's the news that I was talking about with Conor McGregor stepping in line, then we could end it after this. Did you see what he tweeted recently? I did. Um, so Conor McGregor or Khabib was tweeting about how good always wins talking about the fight between McGregor and Poirier saying that Poirier is a good and McGregor is a bad essentially. So McGregor went to Twitter tweeting quote unquote COVID is good and father is bad question mark. Um, basically mocking Khabib's father's death that now like that's that's a that's a bit crazy. Yeah, that's a bit. That's it. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, There's lines. Yeah, that that's that's insane, honestly. If he mm. wants to be the bad guy, he's doing it. I just don't see the point in it. He's losing like fans for sure because of his antics and everything that's been going on. People's I think he needs therapy. Yeah, I would say so. I yeah, think, I think he does. I, I saw a headline. I didn't watch it. A headline of a video where DC was in it on. I think it was ESPN. Yeah, he was. T- yeah. Where he said that it's like a cry for help or something. Like yeah, that. He's, yeah, he did. Yeah, it, uh. it seems weird. What it's, was that? What was he saying? Basically, that he was like, it seems like it's a cry for help, like. Um, I don't think so. I I, I think it's just so unnecessary to like continue at this point. Like, why? You're doing a lot. 
I'm not listen to me here, right? <laughs> I'm not I'm not defending Conor McGregor in any way. But again, I'm going back to we we put these these big expectations on these people, man, that are just people and we put them in the limelight and you got to understand look from his perspective, let's look at it from I'm not saying it was good. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a low blow, right? But here's the thing. I don't see you shaking your head, but here's the thing. Um this was this is who he is. Yeah. This is always who he's been. No, but he's hold on. he's but hold switched on. it up lately. No? And at the at the core of it, this is who he's no, been. No, this is who he's been. Remember, he's he this this is what made him the superstar of who he is, right? And and as people on the outside, right? And like I told you, fighters, man, fighters are fucking savages, bro. Look at what we do. Look at what we do, right? And and we tend to like we tend to Put these 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 uh these social constructs of how people are supposed to behave, right? On onto p onto fighters, right? But then we are completely out the norm. We are not like the rest of the rest of the the, the rest of like just normal people. We're not, mm-hmm. right? And you put these rules on them where it's like, look at him. Look at everything he's done. Look at everything he said. The thing, the lines that he's crossed. There's gonna be more people to cr- cross the line again. And do and do and say worse shit than he said, especially after a loss. After a loss like that, put yourself in his position. Listen, I'm not defending him, but put yourself in his position in that moment, though. Right? Think about it. I've lost before, and I've felt like the world came down on me. Right? And I've felt like everyone's attacking me. Right? And people in your DMs, you're the bad guy. Oh, I'm the bad guy. Oh, I suck. Right? Everyone's fucking attacking. And it's Connor. He's. I can only imagine. He's a massive superstar. So I can only imagine all the. You know. You know how it is. When you when you lose right and something mm-hmm. and something and the trolls people are just showing up. That's writing, what they're waiting for. Right, yeah. man, shit. They're, they're waiting for that moment, right? And especially with a guy like him who's super uh, vocal and and talks a lot of shit, right? So the moment you stumble, you know what it's gonna be like. But he needs to prepare himself for that. Obviously, he needs to be better at handling that. But now you have all this hate coming towards you, right? And then another guy that you had a rival with, a rivalry with. That's a that's a, a superstar just like you. And now he has a huge influence. And now starts talking shit. He starts yeah. talking to you saying, Oh, well, you know, good always beats evil. And I'm happy for Dustin. I'm glad. I'm like, it's like, now, how to, from his perspective, if I was, I, you'd want to clap back. You would want to clap back. So now I'm upset. Granted, I'm, he needs to control it because he's a superstar. But in that moment, if I'm going to clap back, guess what? What can I say to hurt you? I'm going to go as low as possible to hurt you. That's how people are. That's natural. That's normal shit for humans. That's who we are. But because he's on a huge platform, he on a, on a, you know, and he's who he is, everyone's like, hey, that's low blow, man. You can't say that. You can't say that. But meanwhile, everyone's already been attacking the dude because of what, you know, the way he didn't, he didn't lose gracefully. And I understand that. It was a dick move. It is. I'm not saying it's not. But I do see why he did it. Mm. You know? Um, I don't uh, agree with it. But I do see why he did it. Honestly, I didn't hear the Khabib thing, so I didn't know he was just clapping back. I thought he hey, clapped back. You think but, he just randomly just wrote that? No, no, no. If I he thought, didn't say anything, he probably would have never said nothing. I mean, I feel like the original, the dig wasn't that It wasn't that, that bad, deep. but it was a dig nonetheless because <laughs> no, of what, now with, that what I the see whole that situation I get, is. And, and knowing him and how prideful he is, I get it. And he's like, I'm the bad guy. I'm going to be the villain type beat. So I get it. I Okay, yeah, I see it. But... I wouldn't call it a cry for help now, but yeah, I think he, I think he needs help. help. 
He definitely does. He needs help. He needs a therapist at this point because but, but he look, shouldn't be. But you see, we us as a society, we break people down. We build people up for the for the certain. That's things, why he needs a therapist. And then we break them down yes. for the same doing the same thing that we brought them up for. But that's why he needs a therapist because fame, going from nothing to everything, you need a therapist. You need one. Mm, I don't true. care who you are and what you're saying, what I you're not agree saying. With that. You need a therapist. But he needs. How he do we needs know help. he's not seeing one? He, I, I would agree with that. Uh, maybe he that. is, but they need a they need a help. He needs a team to that. help reel that's him in. Exactly, that's my point. He needs people to help reel him in because, like, that's not Except helping. Said the only therapy he needs is to win. <laughs> that's probably how he feels, and that's the problem. No, he needs oh, like a th- he needs help. Hold up, one time for my boy Q uh, with the tier one sub. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the gifted too. You the man, my boy, Mr. Jones, the guru. Also, Deserve. eleven months. Yeah, that was sub fellas. Oh, yeah, he's coming up. He's coming up. He's coming he's up on, on his, his black belt. Mm. Wow, let's go. Um, what you call it? biscuit said? Connor does not care what people think about him. That's what you think. That's what we think. That's but what Connor's, you think. Connor is a cancer. He that's what cares you think, and that's the problem. Much. We he's all sensitive. think we put our things what we think about people. You don't know that. I guess or that's we're what all he human says too. That's what we're he all says. human, bro. It's not we're the all truth. human. Listen, my little self, fucking, I, I. I don't even have a quarter of the amount of followers that fucking Conor McGregor have. I don't even have a quarter of the amount of fame that he has, right? A fraction of that. And this motherfucker... And and people say shit to me. I'm a sensitive person in general. That's just me. If you know me personally, you know I'm sensitive as fuck. That's why I fight. I fight people. I've been fighting people all my life because I don't... You say something to me, it's like... We're fighting. We're going to fight. I'm going to come back at you. That's just been my personality. I'm a sensitive person, right? So I feel a way when people on the internet say shit about me. Right, and they just saying shit. I can't do nothing about it, right? But I feel a way about it. I just I've learned to deal with it. I've learned to ignore it. I've learned to just whatever. This is the game. I'm I'm in the public light. It's what the fuck? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. They don't know me. They're gonna talk shit. Um, but people are human, and if I feel it, I can only imagine a dudes that a dude like Conor McGregor at his level of stardom, mm. right? All day, all day, every day, every fucking day. So I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna condemn the dude. Cause that y'all made him famous for doing that same shit that he's doing that y'all are breaking him down for now. Grant, he didn't lose gracefully. I personally wouldn't tr- do it like that, right? <laughs> yeah, he's but, going out sad right now. Yeah, yeah he, he is yeah, going he out is. sad. He's going out and, sad. And I, I personally hate to see it because I think he's a great fighter. Yeah, I'm a fan, right? But I hate to see it. But the same way, y'all, we all got to be be held accountable, right? Mm. We can't just just uh, oh write out oh this is how he oh fuck this guy now right and you make the fans make you or break you mm. right the fans make you or break you y'all already made them now y'all, now y'all, it's time to y'all tear made them down, yeah. y'all made them for the same shit that y'all breaking them down for so it is what it is and listen again I'm not defending the dude right <laughs> I'm not but let's just put things in perspective mm-hmm. and understand the mind of a fighter how fighting works mm-hmm. it's not some Pity pat sport where we're, we're fucking playing patty cake or like Touch some shit like where we're bouncing a ball. We're not playing bouncing a fucking ball, bro. Bouncing a head off. Of we bouncing heads off canvases. That's Conor McGregor, <laughs> right? That's what he said, right? But same shit. We are. That's what we're doing. We're not bouncing a ball. We're not throwing a ball. We're hurting people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We are hurting people. We're hurting each other in the octagon at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So what do you want from me, a person like that? Look at fucking Sean Strickland. Like I said before, that's as raw as it gets. That's, that's, he he's real, yeah. That's as raw as you're gonna get. He doesn't maybe like I said before, he doesn't have the mental capacity to put a, a, a filter over it like the rest of the fighters do. Or most fighters do look at the Sean the Mike Perry's of the world and like that's it. Mm. 
This is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a bunch of unstable, crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> Literally, yeah. One hundred percent. What do you, uh, Connor? He speaks well, and it's like he is an unstable, crazy motherfucker, mm-hmm. just like Sean Strickland, just like Mike Perry, just like me, mm-hmm. just like every other fighter on the line, on the fucking roster. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So we can't put our expectations on people of how they're supposed to act. They're gonna act how fighters act. Mm-hmm. They're gonna behave how fighters behave. This is what it is. Not saying that it's right, but we have to understand that, and there will be more to come. We gotta prepare yourself for that and know that this is what it is. That's it. So typing away. No, I'm just talking about how therapy. Because Cyborg said he thinks therapy is overrated, and I'm just saying how I disagree. I think a lot of men have that perspective. I used to think therapy was overrated. You used to think that therapy is important. I think it now. is. Because well, um, because uh, what. He was saying is you can't just think it out yourself or talk to a friend. That's it's I, different, man. It's different. They, they're they trained there. They went through the education like they're there for a reason. They give you tools to deal with things, trauma, things that you don't even know you had suppressed. It's different. You could go to your friend and talk to them all day about, oh, I'm sad because of this. I'm sad because of that. Your friend's going to be like, don't be sad. You're great. That's not helping. <laughs> That's not helping nobody. You have to work through it. You have to go and de- do the dirty, ugly work that nobody wants to do and face the shit that you've been hiding. That's the only way to get to, to grow. Mr. So Mr. Jones, the guru says uh, Ali was Ali, Ali was a poet, not not a trash talker. Ali was a trash talker. You, you see, you want to put it in this light. Like it's like, you know, the thing Ali stood for. Ali just stood for things beyond and greater than fighting. But he talked just as much shit as Connor talked shit. Right? It must it was just graceful. Connor was graceful before, up until his last was, when he got rich and then he came yeah. back, it was forced and it was kind of it was whack. Mm-hmm. Right? But before Connor was graceful. Right? What made Ali great is that he stepped out of fighting and stood for something bigger than himself, bigger than fighting, you know, and and, and it was just a bigger cause. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what was going on at the time, yeah. and that's what makes Ali great, right? Because Ali has a ton of losses. Ali's been knocked out a ton of times. If you actually study fighting, you would know. Ali, ne- Ali never even threw a body shot. Ali just threw a lot of jabs. He was long. He was fast. He was sharp. You know, but people just like to just just jump on it. They just jump on whatever is the fucking you know whatever the narrative is, right? But a guy like Connor, they're the same person. Mm. I think. Uh, uh, Floyd, same thing. Only thing Connor and Floyd is missing is they never, they did, they fought for, they fight for themselves. Mm-hmm. They fight to get rich. They fight for money. They never, they weren't willing to sacrifice and fight for a greater cause. Mm. You never saw Floyd on, on the on the front line in politics. You know, with all like with all the things that's going on, like like with the Black Lives Matter or or whatever. You know what I mean? You never seen him out fighting for anything bigger than himself. Never seen Connor stand up and speak on, you know, uh, fighter unity and shit like that, mm-hmm. and trying to help the other fighters. You know, they don't do that. Floyd uh, Ali, he did that, and that's what made Ali great. All right, so they all the same. Fighters are fighters, bro. Mm-hmm. Same mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to end the show there? Um, yes, sir. Let's let me f- read what Chad is saying. We can't just leave him <laughs> out. Just say that and then dip on him. Uh. D. White turned Connor into a puppet for ratings. Mm. 
It's kind of tough. I, mean, <laughs> I guess, is, right? It is kind of true. I guess, though. but as, I, I wouldn't say he turned them into that. I mean, they they work their business. They, at the end of the day, you get paid to fight people. Mm. I don't think Dana turned him into anything. I think he he's a fighter, mm-hmm. so he wants to fight. He wants to continue to fight, so he gets some money. And hey, you pay me this amount of money, and I'll and I'll do this, and I'll come and I'll fight. And you know how much you need to pay me because of who I am. Exactly. I don't think he turned them into anything. This <laughs> is just like oh, he, he's continuing to do what he's always done. Right. Um, but he's not the same fighter for sure, and that's why you know other guys are trying to come up off of off of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's MMA, bro. That's what it is. Yo, what up, Mister Humble Dink? Cyborg asked if you and Phil sparred before. <laughs> no. Has <laughs> Phil ever sparred before? If you and if Phil you. ever sparred, no, no. But Phil, I've trained with Phil. Mm-hmm. Helped that, me train a few times. That was not easy. <laughs> yeah, Randy used I to was, kick shit out of Phil. Yeah, I was. I would literally be black and blue everywhere the next day. He'd wear the 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 punch shield. He put the body shield on and 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 just walk forward, and I just go at it. We got a, a video on YouTube with the GoPro. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we got to do more. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> You guys still never did your um, hockey fight. I know we talk I know, about we gotta, it we every show. <laughs> we have to, but it's like hard to do that because you can't just go into a rank and be like, "Hey, I want to fight this guy." Like no one, would. or do like a public <laughs> session. You know, like no one's gonna allow that to happen. Man. Cyborg said, "Fight back, Phil." <laughs> fight back. Imagine. All right, so that's it. We yes, close it that out. Is it? It's been an hour thirty-eight. Quick show. Nice. Yeah, it was a quick um, one. Yes, sir. Um, but I haven't raided someone in a while, though. No, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if you have actually. Yeah, I haven't raided somebody in a while. It's been a while. Who do we raid? Oh, we could raid MMA on point. Raid MMA on point. Show them some love. Um, facilities on. Oh, Jago, Jago. Let's raid Jago. Jago fourteen fourteen. My boy, he's playing. Oh, you just get offline. <laughs> That's happened multiple times. Oh no, nah, he's there. He's there. He's there. Let's go show him some love. Yeah, humble. You yeah, missed, Mr. Like, humble. The yeah, whole show. yeah. Sorry, Mr. Humble. You came right at the end. Oh, damn it, humble, my boy, humble. Much love, though, bro. Enjoy your run. Dial five. Um, we're about to raid. Uh, that good pace. We're about to raid. What's his name? Uh, Jago. He's playing um UFC right now. Y'all go show him some love. Dink, show him some love. Good dude. And, but uh, quick question. Uh, real quick, y'all. Not even question. Quick statement. Whenever I I ask y'all to when I raid somebody, I ask y'all to go show him some love. Everybody leaves, <laughs> and I end up raiding the dude with like fucking fourteen or ten people or something. It's like, come on, man, at least go there. Just say hi. Just say hi. You show them some love, then you can leave if you want to leave. You gotta go, but show them some love, man. These dudes out here grinding, you know. But um, but yeah. Two K said, "We seeing you later." Um, probably. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna go live, but you know, I'm gonna be playing. Uh, I'm gonna play some Warzone. Definitely gonna play a little bit of Warzone later. But I don't know if I'm gonna go live. But I'm around. I'm around. I'm in Discord. I already know. So just shoot me a message. <laughs> All right, people. Bye. Hopefully we'll see some good fights tomorrow. I think we will, especially main event. But uh Back on Sunday regardless. Yeah, we'll see you Sunday. Yes, sir. For the post fight show. Peace. Adios. Enjoy your day or night. Bye. <laughs>